It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. Welcome to SAP Centered, bringing you up to speed on everything happening at the home of the San Jose Sharks. Here's your host, Ted Ramey. All right, welcome back, everyone. And this is a big episode of SAP Centered because we are all coming back on Saturday night for the San Jose Sharks season opener and home opener. And for many of us, this is going to be our first trip back to SAP Center since before the pandemic. And there are a lot of changes, no doubt about it. So we are going to talk to the expert about everything that you need to know about coming back to SAP Center. It is Mike McCarroll, the Vice President of Guest Experience for the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center. Mike, very nice to have you, man. How's it going? Doing great. We're uh, looking forward to fans coming back to SAP Center. Couldn't be happier with just that thought of it actually happening. It's been a long time. We had our few games in May where mm -hmm. we had limited attendance uh, due to the COVID restrictions. And now we have a, a nice runway to embrace and getting our fans back into SAP Center. So couldn't be more excited for that. So before we look ahead to what's going to be happening on Saturday night and beyond, Let's take a look back at when fans returned in very limited capacity towards the end of the regular season in spring of 2021. What did you learn at that point and how are you using it or how have you been using it to optimize what's going to be happening now that people are coming back to the building without a restriction on attendance? Oh, I mean, what a great question. That, that helped a ton because... You know, when we had those eight games, we had been planning a few things um, while we had, didn't have events here uh, to implement. Uh, one of those was mobile ordering and getting member benefits enabled in a digital wallet, like mm -hmm. percentage off and uh, the loaded value that our Sharks 365 members receive. And we learned a lot. I mean, you can write out things, you can talk as much as you want about something, but it comes down to can you execute it and who's executed it and what people are doing to, to make that come to life. So those eight games helped a lot and it, it helped also keep our frontline team intact. I mean, we've got a lot of uh, uh, usual faces that our fans are, you know, enjoy seeing like, hey, there's mm -hmm. there's Lewis over there at Gourmet Popcorn and there's Sydney doing the Philly cheesesteaks and there's Fred in the dressing room corridor. And those are important components to, you know, the community that the building brings together. And those eight games helped us uh, keep some of those folks coming and working here. And, you know, again, man, I can't wait to have our fans embrace the team that brings the building to life each time. That That's exciting. Those are exciting thoughts. Use that as a, as a jumping point to talk about COVID and safety protocols. I know that after September, September 20th and after, everybody that enters the building that is older than age 11 will have to be vaccinated. But to, to clarify, do 11-year-olds have to show proof of a 11-year-olds or younger? Do they have to show proof of, of uh, a negative test? So no, they don't. And so there are, <laughs> we have a lot of experts here now about reviewing city, county, and state regulations to host events. 
And I'd say that one of the critical pieces here is that we have a city urgency mandate. So we're following San Jose's city urgency mandate. That mandate explicitly calls out that guests who are 11 and under do not need to be vaccinated, obviously, uh, and also do not need to present a negative COVID-19 test. They simply need to wear a facial covering like everybody else. So that's how we're proceeding, uh, and it's a very important uh, nuance to the city's urgency mandate for our fans to understand. So that's really important. And then we have everybody who is 12 and over has to be vaccinated. We've partnered with Clear mm-hmm. to provide a digital health pass. And if there's one thing, one of two things that our fans uh, can help us with, is making sure before coming to a game or any event at SAP Center, download the Clear app, set up your digital health pass because I will we'll reference it in terms of like, you know, you go to Disneyland and you got your fast pass and you're flying by other people. That's kind of how we're conceptualizing the clear health pass. You got your clear health pass. You've got your green screen. You're going to show that to the attendant. The attendant then doesn't have to think, which is perfect, right? All I'm looking for is a green screen. Mm-hmm. I got a green screen. That face matches your face. Welcome, right? If you don't do that, which you could, then you're going to be in another line. You're going to wait for a bunch of people in front of you. Then you're going to get to somebody who we're entrusting to look at your vaccination card, look at your driver's license, make sure those match, make sure they match with you who's standing in front of them. And then we got to do the math, which is not hard math, but still math. When were you vaccinated? Okay. Are you fully vaccinated? And then I can admit you in. And that process probably took 30 seconds. The digital health pass took one to three seconds. So that's huge for us. What if people show up with a picture of their vaccine card? My assumption is that would not be valid, but you tell me. We don't want you to show up with a picture of your vaccine card because we've partnered with Clear, which does just that. Like if you have a mobile image, if you have a mobile device and a digital image on that of your vaccine card, you're still going to be in that secondary line waiting for everybody else. Just set it up and clear yeah. And you can slide right in with everybody else who's done the the, uh, the clear process. So again, just that's so critical for the guest experience for the for the fan, and then so critical to, to help the you know frontline team members who are entrusting to with enforcing and implementing the the vaccine mandate that the city issued. So people are coming back. What do they need to know about the safety protocols that are now in place at SAP Center that's different than it was before? Because for a lot of people, the last time they came to the arena was before the onset of the pandemic. So one of the the key things that we're doing is we've moved away from the clear bag policy uh, and we've entered into a restricted bag policy. And so what that is first is that any bag that's smaller, right? Smaller than five inches by nine inches by two inches is permitted. That's basically the size of a clutch Mm -hmm. or a very small uh, handbag or a fanny pack. One of the reasons why we're doing this is just because we've got COVID doesn't mean we can just throw security out the door and say, well, the only thing, the only problem here is COVID. So we don't have to worry about, you know, true physical security, but we've got to help our frontline team members and our fans with ways to actually make us safer. And that comes down to carrying less things into the building. And so what we've tried to do is find this blend, right, where you can still bring the items that you need, but there's less for the attendant to have to search through. And in this world of COVID, nobody wants people fumbling through their stuff. 
I mean, nobody wants to stop and have somebody fumble through it with them and nobody wants to have that experience. So restricting the bag size so that there's less pockets and things to go through, which makes the process faster. And then frankly, there's less places to hide things, which makes us safer. Yeah. So really big change. Cause even though we had this clear bag, it's like, kind of like a myth that just because it's a clear bag doesn't mean anybody can hide anything in there. Mm-hmm. Like look, we're all experts at trying to find the loopholes and we know people will try to take something like a, uh, you know, that shouldn't be inside and wrap it up in a towel or a sweatshirt. And like, it's just harder to search through all that. So it's going to make the process of getting in faster. And then as as we see through the season, we're anticipating a change in our metal detector technology that this is really going to complement and fans will get really excited about. But there, that's that's a different uh, time to chat in the future. And just, just to clarify, are the, the small clutches or handbags or fanny packs, are those still getting looked at by security? Yeah. At the okay. time, those are still, you know, it's like, those are like one pocket things, right? So yeah. pop it open, take a look, move something around and on you go, right? Okay. And then if I got a parenting bag, like, look, you know, we got parents, we've got people who need to bring in their medicine and those bags are typically larger. Those will still be permitted, but per the NHL security regulations, they're going to have to go through an x-ray machine. So okay. each main entrance will have an x-ray machine. We've invested a lot of time and training on x-ray machines here at SAP Center. Uh, so we've got some people who are versed at how they operate, how to use them. So we feel comfortable right now and how that's going to work. Okay, so this is a question that I know might sound a little silly when you hear it, but it's something that I've been a bit confused about. It's something I've had people ask me questions about, but given the mask mandate and given the fact that we're indoors, but given the fact that we also want to have our burgers, we want to have a beer or wine or drink, whatever it is, how do you eat and how do you drink inside SAP Center? No, it's a good question because if I came to a game in May, I had to go to a special spot uh, to eat and I couldn't eat in the bowl. But, you know, the state regulations is what we had followed at the time for that. There is no restrictions on uh, where you can eat. So you can eat inside the seating bowl. We encourage it. I mean, it's it's going to be much like games in the past with the nuance that you do need to wear a facial covering if you're not actually in the act of eating or drinking. So we're asking our fans to uh, abide by the, the regulations, uh, listen to the ushers when they ask you to put your mask back on, because we all forget, right? Um, and then very else, little has changed. You still go up to the stand, order your the product that you want, return to your seat. But uh, we've also added a few new technology items and a few new uh, uh, newcomers to the concourse that we're excited to share. On the, the active eating, because somebody else asked me about this the other day, they said, does that mean you're taking off the mask to take a sip and have a bite? Or does that mean if you're actively holding your drink or your burger or whatever it is? And how does that go in terms of enforcement? Like, I know, obviously, you're not micromanaging every usher. But when where do you get to the point of when they have to say, excuse me, could you, you know, please put your mask back on? Because I think there is very, you know, just honestly, there is room for confusion, honest confusion. Let's be honest, like protocols have been the world of confusion and right. interpretation and how they're implemented and who's implementing them. And so on this one, actively eating or drinking means that I am eating or sipping something. So if I'm not actively chewing, if I'm not actively taking a bite of something, if I'm not actively drinking something, I need to have my facial covering on. So that is putting it back on until you're ready for your next bite or your next drink because that's passively holding something, right? <laughs> so that that's kind of the key. And so we'll have 
plenty of signage, digital and otherwise, to remind people of policy. Uh, the ushers are prepared with reminder cards and signs that they'll carry to remind people. They'll ask people to put them back on. And really, if we expect it to work pretty well with our mm-hmm. Sharks fans, and then if there's an exception where somebody simply just isn't going to listen to the usher, we're prepared to take that to the next level. But we're hoping most of our fans uh, are encouraged by the fact that our community gets to come back together and we're ready to, to keep that going with good behavior. And on the concourse, what is going to be new for food and beverage? Well, I mean, we've got we've got quite a few things that have changed. It's been a while since, you know, we've had a lot of fans back at SAP Center. So on the main concourse, we have a new concept called John Doe. And so instead of that old experience where you came up and you just said, hey, I want a cheese pizza or a pepperoni pizza, this is a made to order from a kiosk. So I think we've all gotten a little bit more used to um, ordering with technology. So Mm -hmm. there's kiosk set up. You come up and you say, I want the cheese one or the pepperoni, but there's toppings. And you can customize the pizza the way you want it with uh, red pepper or basil or um, uh, a different sauce that you can put on top of it. It's really, really neat. And then you step away from the kiosk. They're going to assemble it for you and made to fresh, uh, you'll be able to pick it up when your order's ready. So that one, really excited about it. John Doe Pizza, uh, right behind section 109, will be very, very popular is our prediction. Yeah, that's a great Uh, name too. (laughs) Yeah, right? And then uh, Top Taco enters the fray over at section 124. Again, customizable taco options. There's a, a Korean brisket taco, an adobe chicken taco, and then over the top nachos. And again, there's a customizable element to that. And then if anybody's ever been into downtown Campbell, there's a a very nice pizza place called Blue Line Pizza that Mm -hmm. has cornbread crust and you could put a little honey on top. Really, really excited to be partnering with them. They're going to come into SAP Center uh, at section 123 on the main concourse. And they'll have that that same deep dish cornbread crust that we've all come to appreciate. So starting to get a little hungry talking about it. But that'll be new and excited about that. And then we know that everybody kind of has their cheat day, right? Like, you know, you don't want to, uh, you're trying to eat healthy, but when you come to a, a sporting event, it's kind of like, that's my cheat night. Right. But not everybody wants to do that. <laughs> and so we have taken a concept that we unveiled on the club level called Nourish, which was build your own salad. And we've elevated that. And it's going to be available on the main concourse in that upper concourse area of section 320, where kind of like Chipotle, you walk down a line. Well, here with Nourish, you can build your own salad and they have their protein options of steak or chicken that you can get on top of it. But, you know, people get to walk away with a giant mound of food that's not going to ruin your uh, diet, right? But uh, it, it won't be as much of a cheat day as maybe other people will be having. So if they're like me, Mike, that my option would be, okay, I'm going to get a lot of calories probably from the beer or the wine. I was like, so I can yeah. go low calorie on the food and get a healthy option and say, I'm going to make up those calories on the other side with, with yep. alcohol. So that, you know, that, I'm used to weighing those options. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm glad there is other people out there like me who are thinking about these things. I mean, we all kind of rationalize it like that. If we're trying to watch <laughs> what we eat. And so Nourish provides that opportunity and it's aptly named. The big thing on the main concourse is a new drink market. And so 
This is for all the folks who like, they don't want to get in a long line with other people buying a bunch of food. They just want to get two beers, mm -hmm. uh, one for me, one for my buddy. And then I want to get back out there into my seat to watch the game. So we took uh, show dogs at section 104, which was a concept that had been here for a long time and replaced it with a drink market. So you'll be able to step in, open up the cooler, grab your, your beers, and then go over to something called a Mastion unit, which takes a picture of what you're buying and then knows exactly what to charge you for it. You pop in your credit card and you walk out. So really, really excited wow. to see that. That'll be available uh, on opening night. Uh, it'll still be under construction for the first three preseason games, but opening night, it's going to be ready. This all sounds amazing, man. I mean, I know that, you know, you and I already spend a good amount of time at SAP Center, but this makes me want to get there as quickly as possible because this is, you're very lucky, Mike, and I mean, not to overlook the hard work you're doing, but I mean, you get to be a part of what people are going to be choosing as the first entertainment they've maybe done in a long, long time. Uh, yeah, Ted, thank you for saying that. There's, you know, between Aramark and our Sharks team here, we, we understand that responsibility. We want that experience to be something that everybody looks forward to and exceeds their expectations. So a lot of care has gone into choosing these items and we hope people like them. And if they don't, then we're just going to fix it and move on and try something new next time, right? Um, but hey, I haven't even mentioned on the club level for our club season seat holders, last year there was, or last couple of years, there was a showroom where we had a couple cars in there. Well, that's going to be gone. And there, there's going to be a large marketplace where like the drink market, I can walk in, I can pull off the shelves, food items or beverages. I can have a bartender make me a drink. I can actually buy retail items in the same place. I can buy a polo shirt and a hat and ring up my food and beverage and my retail and walk out. And so it's going to be a beautiful space, nice and open, places to sit, nice touch for the club level. It's right behind section 107 on the club, right at the top of the horseshoes, we like to call it. And so real excited to see them or see our fans get into that space and enjoy it. And then on top of that, we're bringing cookie nachos to section 104. And if you're interested in cookie nachos and what that can be, we're taking it all the way to the top on that one. So some really neat things happening on the club level too. And again, just can't wait for people to get in and experience it. And I know we're talking about what you can go get, but a big point of emphasis has also been on the mobile ordering. So if you could bring me up to speed on that. It's, it's really neat because this digital world that we're entering into that has been spurred by the COVID response uh, is starting to take hold in our sporting experiences. And so with the Sharks Plus SAP Center app, as opposed to waiting to have the play stop or the period begin and then go stand in line and make my order. Uh, there's going to be 10 locations on the concourse, uh, bars included, that are going to be available inside the uh, Sharks Plus SAP Center app that I can place my order while I'm in my seat, pay for it, and then I'm going to get a text when it's ready. When I get that text, I'll just head on up and get it. I can wait for the period break to go get it, or I can leave right now, but the order is being done while I'm still watching the game. And there's oftentimes like slow to adopt some of these things, but that was one of the things that during those eight games in May or late April and May that we kind of tested and we learned a lot about how to make the experience better. 
we are excited about the enhancements and we're we're very confident that our fans are going to enjoy that especially if like i'm tired of waiting for a drink in the north club our, our club season seat holders we all know the lines at the north and south club bars i mean order your drink in advance and then show up with it ready when you get there that's that's the the vision right is to get you on with uh, what you want to be doing as opposed to waiting in a line so we're excited to see that uh, come together we hope fans enjoy it And then just to clarify, to order the food via the app, you do have to be logged in on the Sharks and SAP Center app. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be logged into the Sharks Plus SAP Center app. And then uh, you go to place food and beverage order and uh, utilize your Ticketmaster credentials, your username and password from Ticketmaster to log in. And then earlier, before I forget, you did reference the relationship with Aramark. I mean, that's all good news for our fans. So back in... February, we entered into an agreement with Aramark, who currently runs our food and beverage program, to also uh, partner with us on our retail program. And uh, we've been really excited by by what we've seen and what we've been been able to do. I think what we're going to find as the season goes on is that there's going to be a lot more merchandise that represents the Sharks brand, who represents the the feeling of the team, the personality, so that we really feel like when we're, we're buying a piece of merchandise, it, it reflects our culture, right? And I think that's really important when you, you have a hockey community and you just want to feel a part of it. And like, as a fan, I know that's what I want. When I buy a piece of merchandise for a brand, you know, it's like, I want to be part of the community. I want to be part about what they're about. And I think that's what we're, we're we as a team are, are creating with Aramark. And we're, we're really excited about that. I would say to our, our loyal fans who, who love what they can get in the team store or the pro shop is that the supply chain issues caused by COVID are real. And a lot of the orders and things that we have put in place that we expected to be here for the home opener are just going to take some more time to get here. So as opposed to that experience where I, as a fan, I love to walk into the team store on the first night. Oh, wow. Look at all the cool stuff, right? <laughs> like this is new. This is new. This is new. Well, that's just going to have to be spread over the course of the season when the product actually makes it to us. Yeah. Uh, so we can get it rolled out in the pro shops. And, you know, I keep on saying team store and that's incorrect. They're, well, we've rebranded all of our locations as Sharks Pro Shops and our merchandise is now going to be available at sharksproshop.com. And so our fans across the country, across the world, actually, can uh, get the product that they saw inside the bill or inside SAP Center. Uh, they're going to be able to get that online at uh, sharksproshop.com. So that was another important move that we made uh, with Aramark as our partners. So just, you know, excited about excited about that. Um, and it's going to be uh, over time. I think our fans are really going to like what they see. It's just unfortunately going to take us a little bit longer to get it out there because of the supply chain issues. Mike, this has all been fantastic. I really appreciate your time and your information and helping us get back to SAP Center because I know that for so many people, we've been wanting and waiting for this moment to finally get here. It is here, and now we can all come back and watch and enjoy some Sharks hockey. Thank you very much for having me, Ted. Pleasure. That is Mike McCarroll, everyone, the Vice President of Guest Experience for the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center. So yeah, a lot to take in there, but I think we covered a lot of the pertinent questions, a lot of the pertinent topics, a lot of the things that people are going to be, I don't know if confused is the right word, but things they're going to be wondering about. Like I said, I felt silly asking about how do you eat when there is a mask mandate, but I also think that I am not the only person who has that question or wants to get that answer. Plus, 
I think a lot of people had maybe heard about the Clear app, but now they have a better idea of what it is for and why it is being used. It's all part of bringing back everyone to SAP Center in a safe fashion, as safe as is possible. And this is all part of a new world where we come in and we show people our smartphones. We've got the green pass. That's go. We can go in. We're vaccinated. Yes, it's different, but it's part of the new reality we're all living. But a big part of that new reality is still being able to get our entertainment, still being able to go see the Sharks, still being able to go to concerts, etc. So thanks for joining me on this edition of SAP Centered. We'll see you next time. You're listening to the Sharks Audio Network.